The car you drive every day should be fun. But it has to do the boring stuff too, like commute, be affordable, and haul your groceries. You can have both, and we'll help you find it. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. It's happening. Finally. Kevin, Kevin, I'm speaking (laughs) directly to you for a moment. All the rest of you can listen in, but Kevin, we're speaking directly to you. You have asked the question over and over, best cars by price point. This is the day. Yeah, we, we've actually spent some time. I will have you know, some Todd and I serious time. spent a lot of time researching this and deciding on categories, which we're still a little... We're still, there, we're still debating cheating. that. Yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right. We're still like, no, I'm not doing it that way. I'm doing it this way. <laughs> we're even debating the actual categories. But yes, it's by price point mm-hmm. and our favorite three. And then even within that, there's cheating because it oh, might be an SUV. It might be a pickup truck. Well, I do have a pickup truck. Good for you. Ke- Kevin, here's what's actually happening. Obviously, this question that Kevin has asked is essentially... Best cars at each price point. Best new cars at each price point. We have we have we have looked yeah. at the yeah. the four hour podcast that this is <laughs> to cover like the first ten grand and just gone, how do we pare this down and make it make it something that is actually surmountable? So first off, I have to say what we're about to do is not definitive. It's not like every car <laughs> that's good. Not by any stretch. It's not going to happen. You, there will be many of you that will say, why didn't you guys mention whatever? It's going to happen. But of we course, had to pare this course. down somehow. So what we did, uh, we're running from twenty grand to a hundred grand. Well, roughly twenty grand. That we're even Except we're going to start under twenty. We're going to start under twenty two. That's true. But <laughs> See, these are but cheating. these are new cars. These are cars yeah. where if you went to a yeah. manufacturer right now, you could buy a brand new one with a warranty. Mm-hmm. So, because mm-hmm. as you know, listening to the podcast, we love used cars. We'll talk used cars all day long. We'll love to talk you into a used car and great deals and blah. That's not here. Right. Not we, for we, this we, one. we would never get done. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all new cars. Right. We are actually going to do a few under 20 grand, but in general, we're going to run, uh, okay, we're going to run a lot of categories. I don't even know. Should we list the categories real quick? Let's list the categories. Did we fully cover the ground rules though? Or have we gone well, over the ground rules? It's it's That's the thing. There will be categories. These are only new cars. Under each category, right. we're going to cover something that is kind of a sports car, which means not necessarily fully used. I mean, if you're, you're me, you'd still drive it every day for everything. But a sports car. Yes, An yes. An all-arounder, which means it could be your only car and be a legitimate enthusiast car and also a car that does all your other life stuff. And then a family car. So that could mm-hmm. be minivan. Mm-hmm. It could not be. And generally, I think you and I both chose pretty much U.S.-based cars. I don't know that yeah, we went Well, that's for the thing. Renaults it has to be U.S. And, market. And that's the other part of it as we get into you know, price point because we know, Porsche being the king, but everybody, you can sit there and choose options all day long. We are basing these in price categories based on the listed base price. Right, right. We know that even taxes in some cases will take you to the next price point. We just, we had to organize this somehow. <laughs> so the the base price based on the website of the manufacturer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, we're going to go through all these categories Research, here. folks. Research occurred. Yeah, yeah, My brain really hurts. But it was cool. It was really entertaining. I actually had a lot of fun doing this. So uh, here we go. We're diving in. First of all, under 20, as we said. That's sort of the semi kind of cover category. It's kind of aren't you, aren't you surprised? There's these, these are under 20 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off 20 to $25,000, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 25 to 30. Yep. I had 30 to 40. I think you were still dicing that up. I broke it in half. I broke it in half, finely. 30 to 35. And then okay. we'll also do 35 to 40. There's a lot. There's like 30 okay. cars coming at you guys tonight. <laughs> like 30 cars are going to be listed. Uh, I had 40 to 50. Mm-hmm. That 40 category. to 50 is a good category. Then we started to do big jumps for the more expensive cars, so 50 to 75. Yep. 
And then finally, we capped it at 100, so the 75 to 100, mm-hmm. and that's where we stopped for now. We yep. could, of course, go ad nauseum on the supercars we are, and the hypercars. We are still called everyday drivers. Exactly. And exactly. so most of the time we talk on the show for budgets under 60 grand, but we wanted to go up to 100, and that does mean, look, cars that are listed for $99,000 as the base price, they can be on this list. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you sneeze on them, and you pay your taxes and your registration, and you're already over 100 grand. We know. But we had to do base price. So we are going to get there, Kevin, and all of you listening. We hope you'll enjoy this discussion. I'm sure you'll agree and disagree with us. I'm always fascinated by the misconceptions that happen about car ownership. And one of the ones mm. that I feel like everybody knows, you don't have to be a car guy. Everybody knows it. 3,000 miles change your oil, which isn't actually right. <laughs> exactly. Don't fall for that rule. You should look up the manufacturer's recommendation. Mm-hmm. Look in your guide in the owner's manual. And then you should do AMSOIL. Because their synthetics give you 75% more engine protection against horsepower loss and wear than required by the industry standard. Well, and some of their stuff will last 25,000 miles according to their testing, which I don't recommend. Please don't do that. The 3,000 is <laughs> one thing, but the 25,000 we're not recommending either. But those products are great. Amsoil.com, they have a great lookup table. We've been posting links for that where you can look up yeah. your car, find the exact right product from them. We have other things to talk about. One of them is speaking of cars for sale. Hey, your car. My car is for sale. It's like an actual thing now. I posted the auto trader yes, link. Yes, I'm glad you did. My parents sent me a text. Are you selling your car? <laughs> I don't keep yep. them overly informed with the car show. That's true. <laughs> wait, why, wait, why is this happening? Oh, yeah. that's funny. And all of you are wondering what I'm going to get. Uh, we'll see. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm trying to not get ahead of myself. That's my problem. That's why I'm not talking about it because I want to. I need to sell my car first. Had a little bit of interest already. We'll see where it goes. But hey. Write to me, call me, everydaydrivertv at gmail. That's the email that is, that is linked to the AutoTrader account. You want to ask questions about it. It's out there. Yep, exactly. Well, uh, we've also got the pilgrimage trip that's a few months out that oh, we yeah. need to really discuss. Yeah. And, and both you and I kind of feel like we haven't really in-depth described it. So we're going to take a moment to do that. Well, I thought about it like crazy this weekend because it was the Nürburgring 24. Yeah. And yeah. when that happened, I just – and it was motorsports everywhere. And the problem that I have – and I don't know. Some of you listening may have the same issue. But the problem that I have is I have a lot of trouble watching other people do fun things. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not a race driver. I, I have no business being in all the mini races that happened this weekend. I mean, it's not like I watch Monaco and be like, oh, I should be out there. No, I'd get, I'd get Man, killed. Man, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly. I should be in his Exactly. Place. I, I am not. Right. But, but, I, right. but it annoys me. I want to go drive. Or, I mean, well, mm-hmm. something I can't do at all, play baseball. When I watch baseball, I want to go play baseball. I don't want to watch somebody <laughs> play baseball. So, so this is, I, I've always been this way. So all this driving happening this weekend, it just made me want to drive and it got me excited about this trip. Yes, because yes. Because the biggest thing that you and I have done with this trip, because there are others that do a Germany trip. Yeah, we're, we're acknowledging there, them too. There are other companies that do yep. really good tours. But you and I have been talking about the fact that we have set this up and it is just, it is so driver focused. It is. So the meat of the trip is really about driving. As Todd said, it's about track time because that seems so precious. We talk about track time a lot, but if you're actually paying the money, we want you, the people listening, the people coming on the trip to feel like you're getting your money's worth from a track time perspective. So for us, the genesis of the trip has been less about museums you know, that kind of thing. Although we might end up adding those on future trips, but more about just how much time can we get on track until you are full. You've had your fill and you raise your hand and you say, you know what? I'm good for the day. Yeah, well, I'm good. Exactly. And and the other key thing is here, this is not a trip for people that go to racetracks all the time. 
please don't misunderstand that. Right. That is a common That's a great misconception. Point. I'm glad you're making because that Because if point. you've never driven on a track, you can come on this track. The reason that we focus that on the tracks for here is because you may never drive on a track again. But we're talking about the Nürburgring, which mm-hmm. every week somebody is breaking a record on the Nürburgring. I don't want you to just read that article. I want you to go, I've driven that track. Right. I've I know what my there. own time yeah. is. Yeah. And the next time you watch F1... I mean, I, we, we can't just get you on the whole F1 calendar. I can't get you around Monaco, but I can get you around Spa. Right. And Spa right. is such a storied track. It is such a, such a track that drivers love. You can watch the next Spa F1 race and go, I've driven. Not I've been there. I've driven that right. track. That's why we focus on these two tracks. That's why it is full track days both places. You right, can go to Germany. Right. We did it in our pilgrimage film. You can go to Germany. You can go to Tristanfarten, which is the public sessions every night, all summer. They all summer fun. long. That's They're the car madness. show. Really? Are, exactly. It is, it is the show. It is that, cars and coffee where you go in hang motion. Yeah, Absolutely. It is. So it's very cool. And we did it for our film. But these are actual track days. So you have far less traffic. You have far fewer restrictions. Right. A full right. track day at Spa is not common. We're still shocked. So it is focused on getting you that life experience where you walk away and go, I've not only been to these places, I've been on these tracks. And that excites us so much. I'm already excited about this year's trip. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's because of our focus on these tracks and the driving that we want to share this excitement with you. Yeah. So go to the Everyday Driver slash Adventures, everydaydriver.com slash Adventures tab. And that's where you'll get all the details. So it's a full day, as Todd said, on Spa, a full day on the Nürburgring, and a road tour in between. So we're adding a few other fun extras in there, but yep. the entire trip is focused around driving. Yeah. This is not yeah, about yeah, yeah. shopping. This is not about <laughs> there is other kinds of the, spa days. The, exactly. Where you're the spa day sitting is just on the track. You're right. Absolutely. Our spa day is on track and, and we're eat, in cars. And we eat well and the hotels yeah. are nice. Yeah. This is not this is not a college uh, tour, bring your backpack. These are nice hotels. These are good restaurants. So it's an all inclusive trip. We have the trip a little over half filled already. Yeah, we do. Which is amazing and absolutely. so exciting. And the cool thing about this year's trip is we've learned from last year last year was our first one in 2016 mm-hmm. yeah and the year before we had just gone and done done it ourselves film, yeah. so that was the basis yeah. of the pilgrimage trip and so this year we have the ability to either increase your track time or yeah. move up in terms of the car choice upgrade your car yeah you can upgrade yeah. both of these categories one or both so those are now options for this year we didn't explore that too much even though we did pull it off last year mm-hmm uh, we increased the track time is what we did. Kind of on the fly. We weren't yeah. able to yeah, increase yeah. or uh, upgrade the cars because at that time, you've got to reserve the cars in advance. We yeah. know, you know, They need to know what you're choosing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They've yeah. got to have it available. If they don't, it's much tougher. But for this year, we've got everything. You've got a menu now. You can kind of choose and pick and choose. Well, and but, you know, kind of based on your driving styles. Yeah, yeah. That that was the biggest thing. We don't want to just put you in a McLaren on track for the first time with have fun. Yeah. Hope you don't crash. Best, best of luck you for know. you there. <laughs> Come back if you're not in the ball. Yeah. Anyway. We 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 wanted, you know, to start here and then mm-hmm. be able to move up and, you know, have you checked off by pro drivers and the whole yeah. deal. Well, you joked about the fact that you said we want to fill people up. What's funny is that <laughs> I want people to be if, full if you are and if you do done, if you guys. do our base trip, no upgrades. You're driving mm-hmm. more than we did. If you, I don't, you and I joked about this. More than Paul and I did to film our pilgrimage film. You get more right. track time than right. we did to film the entire film, and you're in those same cars. So it's the Renault Megane on the ring. It's the M235i on Spa. 
Both those cars are fantastic. They are, you will not be in those cars and think, well, I got the base stuff. If you just did that trip, we had, that's what everybody did last year on the trip. If you watch our wrap up for last year, that's a fun little piece where you hear those guys in interview. Mm-hmm. Everybody liked those cars. Nobody felt like they were shortchanged by those cars or shortchanged by their driving. It's about right, right. three and a half, four hours of concentrated track driving on each of those tracks, which you, if you go to a track day in the U.S., your sessions probably don't add up to that much time. <laughs> Breakfast. So. Track time, lunch, track, track time, time, dinner, <laughs> sleep, sleep. Yeah, exactly. Lather, rinse, and repeat. Exactly. So, so if you stay with the base cars, we promise you'll have fun with that because everybody did last year, which is why I can say that with confidence. Yes. And yes. we had a couple guys last year who, three quarters of the way through their Nurburgring day, just sat down on the couch and went, "You know what? I'm I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> exactly. And so we had other guys that were still raring to go fill in their time. So yep. there's plenty yep. of time out there, which is cool. So. All of that to say, Paul and I are just excited. We've been talking about it all weekend because we got so yeah, excited yeah. by the ring and all the other stuff that we just hope you'll join us. If you've thought about it, come because it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we can't wait to have you. All right, so uh, we've got to get to this. Uh, we've got to spend time. We've got to take the time here over the next for all the favorite hours. buckle cars. up, folks. Now, I, a more caveat, caveating this sure, to yeah. death. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to seem like these are the best cars because you're listening to our opinions. As Todd said, you're going to sure. agree or disagree, sure. so they can be considered best cars in each price or our favorite cars in each mm-hmm. price. And subject to change, we might, you know, wake up tomorrow and feel differently. But I think there's been a lot of research. You and I have really thought about this, and we're about to give our reasons why. Well, but it's also but just cars at every place. If somebody said I'm buying that, and that was their budget, I'd go, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing for me. In every category, I was like, if somebody said to me, I'm buying this car at this budget, and that's my budget, and I have to buy new, I'd say, yeah, definitely get that car. Under 20 was a surprise for me. Okay. Because I kind of expected there'd be nothing under 20. And then I ran into a a few that, and again, we're dealing with base prices. Ran into a few that I was surprised by. One, of course, is the Mazda 3 that we talk up all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list. Base price of that is just under 18 grand. Manual transmission. Yeah, and agreed. That's a good agreed. chassis. That's a good, worthwhile car. How many did you pick under $20,000? How many cars? Well, do you I didn't have? put them in the categories that we're doing. We're doing sports all around our family. I just, picked, I just picked four. Just oh, four, four that wow. I thought were interesting. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, I've got the Mazda 3 on there as well mm-hmm. for the price. Yeah. I've got the Honda Civic Coupe just as a okay. base model. You know, of course, you can go nuts from there. See, I had the that's Honda Fit on there as the all arounder. The all arounder for me? The Kia Soul. Of course it I was. I cannot yeah. let that go. Yeah. I like the refresh. I like everything about that car. I know. We're well aware. The base price, the mm-hmm. website states 16000 just over sixteen uh-huh. for a Soul, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. That's this the car beginning. Is, yeah. This will surprise and delight you. It's actually fun to drive. The Kia Soul is my all-arounder. I know it is. And, and it has to be on this under 20 category. And that's the thing. For the all-arounder, I did do Honda Fit. Great manual transmission, surprising amount of space in that car. That that that's, remains my king for space. Okay. So that that's in there. And then the other one I have to list because, I have to be honest, it's not attractive. But. Okay. The Toyota IA, formerly the Scion IA, Oh, yeah. that's on your they list. They call it the Toyota Yaris IA because it's actually the Mazda 2 that we don't get here. It's the Mazda 2. Okay, you're and you sneaking can get it, stuff in there. You you're can get it sneaky. for sixteen grand with a six-speed manual. Hmm. I'm not saying run out and buy that car, but if this is really your budget point, th- those are the, the, the benefits of that. That's my outlier, but it's on there. And, and that's an outlier. I had, I had the Kia on there, too. That was my four, that, that, but that's under 20. Okay, that's, you, that's the Soul was on there? Yeah, because... Hey. Uh, 
awesome. we are we are almost we are unfortunately not sponsored by Kia because we talk <laughs> up the Kia Soul so much you would swear we are wearing Kia Soul T-shirts, but we aren't. So uh, yeah, you know, I I had a uh, a moment of reflection upon re- completing my list because now we've done okay. under twenty, which is sort of the preface to a book or the introduction. We haven't yeah. actually started chapter one yet. Yeah, it's, it's fair. It's fair. This That's is lead this, up. You're right. I had this retrospective, and I found on my list there were no Toyotas. No Maseratis, Alphas, FCA products, Dodge, Jeeps, or Chryslers of any kind. Really? No Mitsubishis, no Cadillacs, no Buicks, Acura, Tesla, Nissan Infinities, or Jaguars. Anywhere to be found. Really? Can you believe this? I'm going to represent some of those brands. I know. I figured you would, yeah. but I just I looked at this brand. And I thought, at my list, I'm, I was thinking, huh, there's more cars that are made and sold here. Why don't I have any of these on here? And for various reasons, in it comes down to price, or I just like the dynamics of one car a little bit better. Sure, sure, sure. Not that any well, of those cars yeah. are bad. I mean, here I am. The two cars I own aren't on the list. Interesting. Well, we're tr- we're trying to pick at these price points. Go sniper shot at each mm-hmm. one of these price points, mm-hmm. each one of these categories. Again, the categories we're trying to to kind of direct ourselves into are what's the sports car. What's the all around, mm-hmm. and what's the family option at each right. of these prices? So now we're into twenty to twenty-five grand. <laughs> Chapter one. Yeah. <laughs> Good evening and welcome. <laughs> all right, twenty to twenty-five k. Okay. I've got three. Breaking it down here, I started with the Ford Fiesta ST. Okay. That is on my list, starting at twenty-one thousand, just over twenty-one. But what category is that in for you? So that's the twenty to twenty-five thousand. But what, like all arounder, or where are you? No, that is the sports car. That okay. is the fun All right. car All right. right there. Yes. Thank okay. you. I uh, That's got to be on there. I mean, later on, I'm debating other Fords. Mm-hmm. But at this category, and I've even heard Ford employees' A plan pricing is 17 on yeah. that car. Yeah. I hear you. So for the I rest of us to walk in a showroom and buy one for 21 the amount yeah. of fun, as good as that car I is. I agree. And, you know, we could suggest used. They're 12K used. But, you know, yeah. we'll stick with brand new off the showroom floor. They're 21 grand. That's got to be on there. It's on my okay. list as the well, fun car. I, here's the thing. I this was the only place where where I really I put a car in two categories because two price categories because oh really my sports car here is actually the MX5 which is twenty four nine yeah. and I went okay okay right. <laughs> taxes technically puts it in the other category but I want to put it here because we're talking about twenty to twenty five grand and here is a sports car less than twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Technically, I admit, but less than twenty five thousand. Well, but how well can you go work in both categories? Yeah, exactly. Because, I, and I'm I'm teasing here, but also in the sports car category of the twenty five to thirty, you can get the actual club model and you can put some stuff on it and get it close right, to thirty. Right. But twenty four nine, my sports car's got to be the MX five. Okay. My all arounder first choice is Fiesta ST. I'm right there with you. Okay. Second great. choice, I did list the Fiat five hundred Abart because that did car you? lists at twenty grand. And oh people gosh. are talking them down. The Abart. You're sure it's the Abart? Yes. The, the list price is nineteen nine nine nine. That's the list That's based astounding, price. actually. So that means you could get some stuff on it and still be under 25, which is the exact same case with the Fiesta <laughs> ST. Uh, look, the Fiesta is a little bit better dynamically. The 500 Abart, watch our review. The 500 Abart is more personality, but the Fiesta is better dynamically. But the yeah, Abart's got to yeah. be there. So that's in my all-around category. Okay. I have... I did actually – I went a little nuts in this category. I have three in the family, but where are you? Well, I I went to Hyundai, and it's a car that's not did. quite out yet and therefore was not priced yet on the website. So I am making an assumption. I told you there would be a little bit of sly, yes, underhanded – There it is. Okay. Yeah, sleight of hands like and it. cheating. 
It's the 2018 Hyundai Elantra GT. Good. Good, good. It has changed. The styling is updated. I am intrigued by this car. I like what they're doing. I bet you it's going to be surprising. And for the price, I bet you it fits in the 20 to 25 base price category. Mm-hmm. I bet you it does. So I'm very curious about this That's car. A good one. That's and a good I'm, one. I'm looking forward to driving it. I, yeah, this is. I've already asked about it from the press fleet. They don't have any yet. Because yeah, they're like, they're still waiting like, on stingers, right? Yeah, fact. exactly. Exactly. But, right. Uh, but yet, yeah, not, not yet. So I'm okay. leaving that as my four door all arounder. Mm-hmm. And I've still got an SUV left here. Good for you. All right. Well, in the in the family category for me, I have uh, a Honda Accord starts at twenty three grand. Really, starts at twenty three grand. A Honda Accord. Honda Accord. Just w- welcome to Honda Accord. Twenty three grand. Really. I I have trouble. I have trouble recommending. If, if we're talking about the family car, I have trouble recommending go get a Civic when you can get an Accord. And I can't recommend the Camry. Yeah. You go get an Accord. Right. So twenty three grand Honda Accords in there. If you want small. SUV though, if that's what if you think family car, you think SUV. I have to go Mazda CX five. I'm right with you. That's the exact choice. The base price on the website says twenty four forty five dollars, so just over twenty four thousand dollars. Of course, you can go all the way up to thirty and load that thing out. Early thirties, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, the CX five. I like what they've done with the update. I like the the corporate styling direction. Everything Mazda is doing just seems so carefully planned and thought through. Well, and they're genuinely decent to drive. You got yeah, you buy. I mean, are. I had the they base. Are. We both talked the base Mazda three. You get a base Mazda, and it just has decent driver dynamics and personality. Mm-hmm. You got the base one. Just got the car from Mazda. A lot of other brands can't pull that off. You know what surprised me at this category? Mm-hmm. I did have a third one, kind of a wild card in family here. Really, the Volkswagen Golf Sport Wagon starts at twenty one five. You're kidding me. The That's, new Sport Wagon. You're the talking. new Sport Wagon. That's tempting. Starts at twenty one k. Starts starts right there. Now, of course, welcome to options. Right, but, right. But yeah, it goes here. 20 to 25, really? the Volkswagen Golf Sport Wagon. Because if, if you think family and you think wagon, not hatch, wagon, there's your car. Done. I saw one of those the other day, and I just thought, there's one. That and they're, they're cool good. looking, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they agreed. are. They're, they're sort of a mini all-road, you know? Agreed. Sort of that, oh, absolutely. That absolutely. Category. And, at, and at 20 to 25 grand, do that. If you're thinking wagon for family, I think that's an excellent choice. All right, moving on to 25 to 30K. I am. Uh, How long are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a race ahead here. All right. So the Mazda MX-5 is on my list too, but I've slotted it in this category because it's pushing twenty-five. So I thought, all right. No, that's fair. That's twenty-five fair. to thirty. I had to. I had to mention it prior, but it really goes here. It's a car that can fit in both categories. I like that you made it work in either one, but for me, the sports car is the Mazda MX-5 here. So the new ND chassis. I like this car. I noticed the Sport is the low price. Then you can go Club, and then, mm-hmm. of course, Grand Touring, not mm-hmm. to mention the Cup car. but Or the RF can, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or the RF. You can go really up in uh, in terms of price. But base price, just under twenty five grand. that's pretty important. I, uh, I struggled a bit in this category as well, and I have a surprise for you at the end. Okay. My second car here, well, first of all, what's your sports car before I go on sports to Sports car for me, I have to say it. Around. Come on. The BRZ or the 86. Pick, take your pick. And okay. interestingly, okay. The, the Toyota 86 now is now base price more expensive than the base BRZ. So the BRZ. You're kidding me. Yeah. I mean, by like 500 bucks. But the BRZ it used to be about five, 600 bucks more expensive. Right. They've, right. they've swapped them. But yeah, so the BRZ86, take your pick. We're talking just over 25 is the base price for that. Now, you can leave the showroom in those cars at 32 grand, and I say as an owner, that's too much. But mm-hmm. 
but sure. starting at 25 grand, 25, 26 grand, this is the classic, and I don't say this as an owner, I say this is somebody that drives a lot of cars. This is a classic, perfectly well-balanced, this is what a sports car should be chassis, and it's that cheap. Yeah, it is. It is a right. genuine competitor to the Mazda, which has done that that whole perfect chassis forever. And this is a genuine competition, other than the fact, of course, it's not convertible. I hear you, but Toyotas are still nowhere to be found on my list. Okay. Um, all right. There it is. I'm uh, going to the second category here is the all-around for the GTI. I feel like if a GTI is not on your list somewhere, then it's got to be revisited and tweaked. Because the GTI starts at just under $26,000. Yep. Yep, yep. Four-door GTI, done. Mm -hmm. The original. That is I mean, that is the all-around king. You're right. I feel like it just it belongs right here. Mm -hmm. Was that your same one? I have it in there. I also put this, because I had a feeling you were going to go GTI. I also did list, it's got to be here, Subaru WRX. Okay. I All mean, right. Fair on. enough. Fair Twenty-six enough. grand for that car. It's it's our go-to. Uh, almost twenty-seven. I it's guess really base, hard to beat. Yeah. Is. Come on. You want the all-wheel drive, bang-around vehicle. It's also yeah. fun to drive. Yeah. And by the way, it has space. Subaru WRX done. I agree. All right. Uh, moving on to the SUV category the family. here. Yeah. 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 Family category. Although mine is a pickup truck. Really. That's the surprise. That is a surprise. I'm intrigued by this. And ever since they've come out with the refresh, I've just I'm just intrigued for what it is and okay. the price point and the fact that it's a Honda. It's the new Ridgeline truck. Okay, all right, sure. Starts sure. at just under thirty, so twenty nine four seventy five for a Ridgeline truck that mm. now looks like a real pickup truck. Yeah, with yeah, that yeah. gap between the bed and the cab, so it looks like a little tiny. <laughs> Brought pickup it back truck. to the styling things again. I get, I love it. I love it. I, I'm just intrigued by him. I'm just yeah. intrigued by yeah. the the bang around nature of this. It's just seems so useful. Road trip, camping trip, mm -hmm. whatever it is. It's a Honda. It's going to run. Not like all the engines that were blowing up in the Indy 500 this weekend. But, uh, yes, uh, that happened too. Anyway, uh, I, I'm all about the Honda, and um, I'm intrigued by this, especially that tailgate, the the swing away yeah. tailgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about this truck, they, I'm just it's intrigued really by. well thought out. It's just it's the anti pickup in many ways. Yeah, Which, to its detriment, but I hope it gets embraced. I see that. It seems like that. it's got space for family for yeah, yeah stuff. Just you don't even have to worry about it. Maybe if you yeah, yeah. you never have to wash it. Maybe. <laughs> I you know. would anyway, but yeah. Well, I actually had a different one in the family category that I have some experience with, but I love the re the refresh. The GMC Acadia starts at twenty nine. Does it really? It starts now. Now I will admit you fully de you fully Denali that thing, put everything on it. It's fifty five, which is ridiculous. <laughs> which is which incredible. Is ridiculous. But yeah. it starts at twenty nine. You're right. I like the refresh on that too. And, They've done a and great they, job. in the refresh, it looks really good. It actually looks a little smaller, but not smaller in a bad way. But it still has similar space. It's got gobs of space. If you're a person who says I have to have more than five seats, I don't want a minivan. You should be looking at the GMC Acadia. There is the mm -hmm. Chevy Traverse as, as an uh, option. You know, obviously slightly different look, slightly different uh, price points. But I'm a big fan of the GMC version. I owned the prior Acadia, yeah, which we right. really liked. Right. It wasn't dynamically fun, but it was a fantastic family vehicle. And one of the reasons we got rid of it, besides my wife's whole story about I don't like driving my car, <laughs> besides that little little tidbit, it was the fact that we realized there's three of us. We weren't, we weren't going to have any more kids. We have a seven-seat car. What do we need this for? I mean, the dog needs space to go bowling in the, the back. But we right? don't have the Great Dane. But yes, but if you need more than five seats, I think the Acadia, and you don't want to do minivan, I think the Acadia is your answer, starts right here at 29. No, you're right. I like the Acadia a lot. And if you compare it to the other shopping in that category, it'd be a Ford Explorer, right? Mm-hmm. Dodge Durango. These Dodge kind Durango. Of guys. I'm yeah. not really interested in those, to be honest. They work for a lot of families. Yeah. yeah but the yeah. Acadia just seems more compact. 
but still a lot of space inside. I like it. I'm, I'm, I've been a fan. I've driven all those, and, and mm. there's good things about all of them, but the Acadia, for many reasons, I prefer. All right, so we're at the category of 30 to 40 for me, but you have diced this up. I, think I you're split it in half. Splitting I this a little I did, more I did finely. A, I did a 30 to 35. Um, I could combine everybody and talk through if you wanted, but I did a 30 to 35 and then a 35-40 because I just thought it was this was such a packed category. There's so much stuff in this area. Now, yeah, right now in yeah. the U.S., I'm going to get it a little wrong. Right now in the U.S., I think the average price of cars sold is somewhere in the range of 32, 33 grand. Is it? So there? we're in that area where almost everything ends up stacking up. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely stuff. In the 30 yeah. to 35, below 35 range sports car, BMW 2 Series. I agree. That was the first one for me, BMW 228i for 33,150 base. Mm -hmm. That's pretty in inexpensive for getting a, into a, a lot BMW. Of car. It's a lot of car for that. For I sure. am thrilled with that car. I like it a lot. This There's so many options in this category and the next one to come. I had trouble with both these. These took me the longest to decide on because there's so much stuff in here. But yeah, the 2 Series, the 228 for me is, you know, start there. Of course, you can load it up and you can get a oh, $50,000 yeah. 228i. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's where I started. Okay. Uh, in the all-around, and again, I stayed under 35. In the all-around category, two that surprised me. They're kind of outliers. They're not my favorites, but two that surprised me that are here. One one I very much want to drive is the new F uh, Ford Fusion Sport. Okay. That All starts right. at 33. Does it really? Like 33 and a half, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, which is interesting because that's, you know, Ford kind of does something in the, if they're kind of thinking WRX, if you will. Not really, right. but it's kind of that world. It's almost more like the, the, la the old legacy. It's it's the all-wheel drive family car. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a legacy spec B by it, Ford. It, it kind of. Kind right? of that. It's a, kind of that idea, okay. isn't it? Yeah, all I right. kind of think it feels like that. <laughs> so there's that guy. And then also in the all-around category, which is, you know, this has some enthusiast flair, but it could be your family normal car. We don't give it much love, but the Infiniti Q50. The Q50. You, you know? recently had one of those, did you not? Or no, no, that... no, that was the Q30. That was the Q30. SUV. I'm talking about what, what the G37 became is now the Q50. Sorry, it was QX30, the SUV, and Qs are the cars. Yes. QXs are the SUVs. Exactly. Right. Exactly right. right. But anyway, okay. so the Q50 is is their three-series fighter. But okay. it starts at 33. Does it really? It starts at 33 grand. That's pretty astounding, so to be honest. That's... I really look at that as a luxury car that's yeah, but... in the 40 category, yeah, but, to be But honest. it's starting right there. So you could get into one that low, which is interesting. Of course, that's another car that could easily be 50. But but I wanted to mention it because I was surprised by that. And then in my family, right starting at 30 grand even. Hmm. So okay. I had to put it. That's one of the other reasons I broke this up. Okay. Honda Odyssey starts at 30 grand. Are they really? They start at 30. Now, the one we had a few years like back. Like it, it was like a $60,000 minivan. It was like 52. Yeah, like 52. it was, it was so, up there. Yeah, you can you can do that with all of these cars obviously, but it starts at 30. And that's a that's a honestly, I know this is a weird sentence, brace yourself. That's a great minivan for 30 grand. <laughs> I, I'm not in general, in generally in the habit of saying that's a great minivan, but if you're shopping for minivans, Honda right. Odyssey starts at thirty grand. You say that knowing you'll never own one, but this is true. Nevertheless, is true. it is but, a great minivan. But I don't need one, yeah. so there you go. All right, my all around, and it is truly an all around. It's the WRX STI. That is a family car. It has plenty of space, people, and luggage. It's got all-wheel drive it's a winter car it's a sports car it's a track car yeah yeah yeah. for me that is the all-around and it starts at just over thirty-six thousand mm -hmm. dollars. now mm -hmm. i think fully loaded they're 39 to 41 somewhere yeah, in something there like that yeah. kind of depend on what you get yeah. but the the sti it's on my I list think it's, good. it's really good it's gotta be i it, keep gravitating towards that car in that same category almost the same price my all-around for the back half of the 30s is the golf r 
Yeah, I, I had the Golf R on my list for a while, and then I thought when you and I review those cars, and we did mm-hmm. that four-car mm-hmm. comparison that was on Velocity, what is the car I kept reaching for the keys? Yep. When we had a choice. Yep. You go STI every time, I always just thought, I can't get enough of this car for some reason. There's so much depth to it. Now, the interior is not as nice as the Golf R. We've ex- explained and discussed that a lot. But I just kept going for the, huh, I just liked it when we beat on these cars yeah. and just yeah, shrugged yeah. it off and kept going and yeah. all this true. stuff. And so true, I, true. I was always gravitating towards that. Yeah, I mean, the, the Golf the Golf R for me because, look, it isn't as fun. But it isn't as fun if you're going back to back to back to back. That's the thing. Right. If you're driving it by itself, is that car fun on the back road? Yes, oh, it is. Yes. Is it fun on yes, the track? Yes. yes, it can be. But you can also drive it just as your commute car and love that car. Yeah. You know, and, and look around and be like, this is a nice place to be. And they start there just under 40. That's interesting. So Golf R, uh, where are you otherwise? I have a couple more because I did 35 to 40, I remember. Oh, that's right. Well, my I only have one. I guess I could have done more, but I have one okay. that's sort of the family. But it surprised me. All and right, this good. is a stretch. It might be for um, the European families that know how to get all their stuff into a smaller car. Because, <laughs> you know, of course, American families buy the Suburban with 73 cup holders. And, I, I bought, I bought know, a seven-seat Acadia promptly, had one kid, and went, why do I have this enormous car? Yeah. <laughs> this also surprised me because I knew I wanted an electric car on here somewhere. Okay. Somewhere on my list. And I went with the Chevy Bolt. That starts at oh. thirty seven four ninety five. Sure, it could you could make this a family car. Yeah, but yeah. I have only ridden in one up to this point. It was a lift that I had mm-hmm. from I uh, from I an airport drive. Yeah, yeah. And just thinking, huh? Okay, well, I actually kind of want to ride in the back seat, mm. and mm. I did. And I just thought, all right, there's you know, it's not huge, it's not sure. huge, sure, sure, yeah, fair amount of space, seats fold, you can get stuff in there. It could be a family car. The range and the price. The fact that you don't have to get the monster Tesla that's $160 million or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I went for the Bolt. I like that. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good kind of curveball here. I like that. It's almost like a wild card. I surprised but it's, but myself it's, But with it's that. solid. It's really solid here. For family, I actually listed a couple here. Uh, one was, you know, if you're, is this a family car? You know what? Actually, take, I'm taking one off right as I think about it right now. Okay. okay. Family car, I'm going to say Volvo V60. The V60. Starts at 36. Got two wagons on your list so far. Volvo V60. I just feel like, look. Dig it. What Dig do we it. talk about here on the show? We talk about, we have many of you write to us and say, I'm a family guy. I don't mm-hmm. want a minivan. What are my options? You go either CUV, things like the Acadia. Right, right. Or you go wagon. That's <laughs> true. You know? It's now, true. I've already given love to the Honda Odyssey. I'm, I'm, I've put out there that minivans exist and there are there are some that are better than others, obviously. That's up there. That's, but that's the gold standard. Volvo V60. Starts at thirty six grand. We like the space. It's yeah. got a decent interior. Yeah. It has a surprising amount of backseat space. So that's got to be my family car. I do have to mention two other things here that aren't in family. Okay. Talking about my sports cars for the back half of the thirties. Because remember, my Golf R was all around. Oh, that's right. Because it's four door. Yeah. And I split this. I sorry, I went nuts in the thirty to forty grand. That's okay. Saw, There's a lot in there. Yes. I I whittled stuff down. I deleted. In I changed. The, in the sports car, and for me, the sports car category for us was: this is your enthusiast focused car. You might not want to use it for other things. If you're me, you probably would. But in general, you might not want to for other things. <laughs> Off roading in a golf R. This is where the Ford Focus RS goes. Oh, it's on your list. Yeah. In no the sports kidding. car category, because no kidding. I, I think I would probably d- daily afford Focus RS. I think most people wouldn't. The people we know that have owned them, you probably would. After a while, are like, I don't want to daily this anymore. Right. So it becomes your sports car. It becomes your fun car. I get it. I get it. Great track car. 
great fun back road car. Might not want to drive it all the time. So that's why it's my sports car list. But then I do have a weird wild card. A weird wild card just because I cannot believe it exists. Okay. Today, when we're recording <laughs> I'm this, worried. <laughs> is the end of May 2017. Okay. And on the Mitsubishi website, you can buy a new 2015 It's still on there. Evo 10. It's still on their website? Mm-hmm. Have they just not gotten around to cleaning up the website? Is that why? I wondered. I actually wondered if the links went places. You can click around. You can get yourself. You can start. That's start been on there building. for a long time. And, and meanwhile, other automakers are announcing their 2018 models. <laughs> Mitsubishi will sell you a brand new 2015. <laughs> this is not a used car, folks. This boggles me. So I had to put it here because it's clearly a sports car, unless you're me. But it also is technically a new car that's well, three years old. I, they're out of production. They've stopped making them. It's insane. Maybe it's because they still have some on dealer lots it's hidden insane. away somewhere. Or do they have a Do they have a dusty uh, lot of cars? That they go. All right, hey, ramp it up. We got We got to make one. I, what do they do? No, what are they doing? Surely not. I think the webmasters just haven't cleaned up the website yet and I, figured I, out. Oh yeah, we I should had, take that off. I by had now. to list it only because I couldn't believe that it was oh, there man. and the links were live. And I was like, <laughs> I'm actually talking with Mitsubishi right now about how to build and price an Evo. How is this possible? What year am I in? Can you imagine how? Mind blown, the sales guy would be when you walk in and you spec'd out your twenty fifteen <laughs> car, uh, uh, sir. Um, so anyway, I had to say it just because I couldn't believe it happened. <laughs> All right, so it continues to get difficult with the forty to fifty category. Tons of stuff here. Too. I think you and I are from here on out. We're, we're both on the same page. Yes, we so we're, we're, I didn't split any others. Forty. We're to not 50. splitting and yeah. dicing everything up. All right, so starting off with a fun car. Also, this entire category surprised me. Okay, good. I, good. I surprised myself. Interestingly. I'm going to start start out with the Mercedes AMG GLA 45. Good, good. Because it starts at fifty thousand six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Now you can ramp them up and you use. Can. They're actually a you deal. Mm-hmm. But for this category, as your sports car, this is very hard to ignore. Mm-hmm. It really is, despite the fact that it's not a PDK transmission. It's yeah. good. Yeah, the PDK is better, but. Yeah. Yeah. We like it's this. It's funny. Car. I had it here too. Yeah. Do you really? Same, yeah, yeah. same car? I actually had the Audi A5 too. Did you? For sports? Yeah, because it starts at 42 grand. Interesting. Maybe a little more, your, you know, a little more GT car feel, obviously. Okay. But, you know, I, I don't know that you buy that car as your all around family car. You know what I mean? It, 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 that's a car that's a special occasion car a little bit. You know, your Audi A5, sure. your two door, you know, sure. I think your yeah. A4 is a little more. We bought it for the whole family. Sure. And I, I realized the fact that they start at 42. I always feel like those cars, because of course, the way you expect them, I feel like those cars are 55, 60 grand. I, I just have just that the in my perception. Brain. That, that's mean? perception that yeah. they have, I yeah. think. And they start at 42. So A5. That's incredible. All right. Interesting. The next category, I also surprised myself. I was thinking about just a sedan. Okay. Yeah. And I chose the E-Class, the brand new Mercedes E-Class, okay. starting at $52,150. So you actually broke out of fifty grand in the forty to fifty category. I, I squeezed <laughs> it in there because I wanted it to be in there so much. Okay, all right. I okay. told you I cheated. All right, that's right. There's I, some cheating I going on. I crammed this in here because I wanted it to be in this category desperately. Okay. And I like this car. I like what they're doing. Yeah, I felt yeah, yeah. like it really is a... It's the car over the 5 Series. I like the new 5 Series, mm, too. Mm, but okay. for a family yeah. car, the family sedan, the traditional, I like the E-Class. I just do. And I like the new one. I love what Mercedes is doing with their interiors. Yeah. yeah. And so I shoehorned this in here, That's and funny. I'm sticking to it. Okay. All right. Well, 
I did a couple weird things. I actually cheated a bit in this category too because <laughs> here's here's what I did. So many choices. We talked well, yeah. We talked about what the rules were. This is the only place I broke the base price rule. Okay. Did you? Because I realized I could have had a three series in the thirty to forty range. Sure. But the sure. three series is one of those cars that I actually well, I would tell somebody go get a base A five. I would not tell somebody go get a base three series. I don't know why. I just the base three series for me never feels hmm. like a good enough car to what I want it to be. The base two I like. The base three, I'm always like, really? You mean you have to option it up to get it to a so, place where you really start to like it? The the BMW 340i starts at forty seven, forty eight grand. Does it really? Yes. So I put it here as my all around. Look, okay. it's the king. Okay. okay? The three series, three series is one of the ones yeah. that everybody is using as a benchmark. It doesn't it mean it's perfect. It's not. But I put that as my all-around car here because it's specifically the 340 because that's the base price of the 340 specifically, not the 3 Series in general. Starts at okay. about 30, 30, uh, pardon me, 47, uh, 48 grand. Is that the hottest engine you can get with the 3 Series? Short of going M, yes. Short of going M. That's, yes. that's what I'm asking. That's why I'm there. Yeah. 340i. Yeah. So that's why I had that there. And then I had a, a, a kind of wild card okay. all around. All right. Infinity QX70. You remember this car? Let me back up for you. The QX70. Hang on, hang on. Let me back up for Wait. you. Wait, I'll tell you what it is. You remember when we all remembered what Infinities were called? <laughs> there was the G37, which was a sedan. Right. They had the quasi CUV version of that, the Q37. It had the growly exhaust and the long nose, and it had it was essentially the That's slightly right. raised SUV version of the the G37 sedan we all liked. Okay. That's become the QX70. Rear wheel drive biased. Long nose. It's the shoe. CUV thing. Yes. The shoe, right? It's the shoe from Infinity. It's become the QX70. It starts at 46 grand. Really? That's my kind of wild card all around. If you're looking for SUV, but you want some fun, you've got this kind of money, QX70 starts right there. Interesting. No, you never see those. At least I don't. No. You never hear about them. Not it. around here, to be honest. So I, when I was looking on the Infinity website, I was like, wait a minute. That goes right here. 40 to 50 grand, all-arounder, wild card, QX70. Honestly, who drives a shoe anyway? Hey, exactly. Interesting. Well, uh, I remembered that car being very car-like and less SUV-like when I'm sitting in the driver's seat. But they were doing that 10 years ago when nobody was doing it. And right. now that's the thing. All the CUVs are chasing that, and that car still exists. We yes. gave you less interior space and more car mm -hmm. that fits in fewer places. Higher You're welcome, hike. everyone. Yeah, but, but that's, that's what's selling. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, for me, the, uh, the, the, family, the family SUV, sure. yeah. it was a tie. Ooh. I... I Really, I struggled with this. So I relegated this to a tie. Okay. And it's two cars you and I have not driven, and they're both spanking brand new. They All couldn't right. get newer All at right. this point in time. 2018 Volvo XC60. Okay. It's got all the S90 beautiful it does. It does. styling yep. language and elements about it. $41,500 is where it starts for those. Okay. Tied with and... Get ready for faint clown music and laughing in the background. Okay. A 2018 Range Rover Velar really? starting at $49,900. <laughs> I told you there's going to be laughing. Yeah. yeah. Now now we sneeze and it is in the next category, <laughs> but I take your point. I have said on, on a lot of podcasts that you couldn't pay me to drive a Range Rover or be in one. I might be coming around because I'm so intrigued with the design language, the mm -hmm. proportions, the interior is just black panels, and then when you start it up, they all come to life, and yeah, then it gets yeah, yeah. interesting. It's a Definitely. very Definitely. clean, yeah, yeah. nearly boring interior. Mm. It's so clean. Yeah. 
but I'm just intrigued by this. It sits in a category that you didn't know existed. Of course it does. Between the Discovery Sport and the <laughs> Evoke, which is a size that you didn't know existed. But it was, uh, yeah, this And the Evoke now is, available in convertible because hey, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why? That seems a natural progression for the world's premier off-road 4x4 brand is yes. Evoke convertible. But yeah, the 2018 Velar. Okay. I'm right. interested. I'm intrigued right. by this car. It's just style. Well, I noted. I noted. I, I I like those. I noted that in the family category, I, I'm I'm playing with the the top of this price point too. But okay. in that, in that category, right. you can do Volvo XC90 starting at forty seven, forty forty six forty seven. Yes, you can. Granted, yes, those you can. cars you can get them to like eighty grand if you start checking boxes. They get nuts fast, but. The XC90, which we really like and the interior is really awesome, does start at 45, 46. We're in that range, Amazing. upper 40s. Amazing. And then this is where I'm almost in the 50s because you pay taxes and you're in the 50s. But did you know that the Suburban, the king of the seven-seaters that's been around forever and is still – you get in the Suburban now, <laughs> they they are almost 18-wheeler sized. They are enormous. <laughs> yeah, they are. If you have a ton of – if you're hauling your boat – and everyone you've ever known to the lake, suburban's what you need. Okay, <laughs> they start at forty nine nine. You and all your Facebook friends and yes. your boat, yes. to the lake. Yes, the end. They start at forty nine nine. You Do want they a really? big? You want a big hauler with a ton of space. You don't want a minivan. You're going to haul a boat. Suburban done. Suburban's the king. You know, and forty nine really nine is. is the beginning. And then by the time you go <laughs> super Denali extra sauce, I don't know what it is. It'll be better part of a hundred, but. They do start here. Yeah, those Escalades, the Escalades are Escalades. like a hundred grand. <laughs> Escalades, yeah. Uh-huh. My friend has always said Escalade. Yeah, they're a hundred grand now, fully loaded. I know it's nuts. Hundred thousand dollar Cadillac, Cadillac SUV. SUV, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, staggering. All right, rocking on here to the fifty to seventy five thousand dollar category. We're actually, making some progress. We are, we are, we're nearly there. So the, this is the second to last category. We're stopping at a hundred grand. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble in this category. There's a ton of stuff. Yeah, there's a ton of fifty to seventy-five lovely, luscious, great, great German yep. cars now available, and uh, <laughs> I uh, I struggled, but I started with the M2 base price fifty-one mm-hmm. seven hundred dollars for my sports car. I like that car. Yeah, yeah. I I want to order one. I'd still like to buy one. I'm intrigued by this. I think it's really, I think it's for me the choice. And I debated versus the GT350. The Mustang. Mm-hmm. I have that one on my list too. Do you? I yeah. really debated about this. And I keep coming back to the M2 for the size of car that it is, for the dynamics and all the stuff I love. And it really won for mm-hmm. me. It won out. I Where I keep cheating is I keep picking more than one car. And this <laughs> this is the place I'm the worst. I have four <laughs> under sports car okay. because this category okay. is littered with great stuff. This is when you begin, begin getting into the Porsche 718s. They start at 55. Now, we know because yeah. it's Porsche, it could yeah. be 90 before you blink. But they start at 55. If you want okay. cow wrapped everything exactly on exactly. the inside you can uh, do but, this but you already mentioned the M2 it goes here the GT350 goes here because that is a car of an unbelievable personality anybody yeah. that said to me i am buying a GT350 i would say when do you get it are we past the price gouging at this point in time are we over it we're, we're on the back end of it over I don't know. themselves I mean, that one starts it says it starts at 56 my suspicion is between if you if you buy one without the all the entertainment bits and blah blah you can probably get out from under for under 60 grand i would hope but maybe not but still okay. probably under 60 and then i have to say it as well the vet the vet's in here the, the c7 in we really like it it's at 55 <laughs> base Cayman. Pretty much fully loaded vet. But here's what's interesting. Of those sports cars I just listed, okay, 
the Porsche, the Mustang, and the Vet are within about $1,000 each other base price, right around fifty five grand. Amazing. The M2 is coming in at fifty two. It's coming in right. less for base price. Right. It is actually the slight bargain of this group. And if you load out an M2. M2s are a bargain? No, but, but you like load one out. Oh, yeah. They're still under 60. You like checked all the boxes. They're like 57. Oh, yeah. There's not very many options. So to check, it's interesting. The rest of these, the 718, the GT350, and the Corvette start skyrocketing quick. <laughs> and the M2 goes, do you want it this way or you want it that way? And we're still under 60. That's, that's impressive. All right, for the all-arounder, I feel like this car is the GTI to this category. Okay, good. It's the M3. I have to yeah. have an M3 here. Okay, all right. Starting at $64,000, right on the money, I feel like this car. Yeah, you can go nuts with an M3 too. Yeah, you can. But I've got a friend who has one. He's got three kids. He's got three across uh -huh. seats uh -huh. in the back for his kids. He's figured it out. He can track this. He can go on drives with his wife. He can go out to dinner. It's a luxury car track monster canyon carving all around her i feel like the m3 has just got to be on my list i do love this new chassis i love the f80 chassis i know you do yeah i yeah, really yeah. do appreciate it i mean there's things that you know mm -hmm. from a pure driver's car but that's not where it fits for me it's the yeah. all around her yeah well and that's why i think it lands here for me i i was not surprised you picked that it's very much. Am I a foregone conclusion? No, in this no, category? no. Because that car, that car in this category is somewhat of a foregone conclusion as an all-around. Yeah, but yeah. I picked the oddball. You did the alternative, Alpha Julia Quadrifoglio. Did you really at seventy-two grand, which is expensive, and we don't know what the maintenance and reliability are going to be. I know. Yes, that's the big but concern. But all-arounder. It's you, impressive. You just it's you, you take you take clients slowly through traffic in that car. Great. You at they maybe you get in a conversation about the car, maybe you don't. But it's interesting. It looks good. It's fine. You sit it parked at a restaurant. Fine. You want to hoon it down a back road? Yes. The power is staggering. Mm -hmm. It's the unknowns that kept me from putting that on my. I list. can see that. I can see that. But we're buying new cars. We've got yeah. warranties. I went Al okay. Alpha uh, Julia Quadrifoglio for all sure right. on the all rounder. I like it. Wow. All right. So we're at the SUV category here. I. <laughs> More laughing ensuing, ensuing. I went with a Macan S. Did you? Okay. Starting at $55,400. Yeah, it, it does. I feel like this is still reasonable-ish. <laughs> ish. Until you check Porsche boxes, it's <laughs> exactly. yeah, kind of reasonable. You can really, yeah, you can blow it out of the out of the sky here. But in terms of options, but I, I like this car for the all-arounder mm -hmm. category. For, okay. Well, not all-arounder, but the family, for the SUV. The family thing, yeah, yeah. Family thing. And we've discussed this, and I still would own one. There's just things I like better about mm -hmm. some cars and, you know, yeah. bigger and smaller, but I, I still feel like... I'm excited about that piece on Velocity, the yeah, GLA versus yeah, Macan versus your Jeep. It's an interesting discussion. Okay, I like I that. I went Macan, Macan S, okay. not the base Macan. With yeah, the yeah. I agree, I agree, yeah. It's got to be the Macan S. You've got to at least jump up to the S. And that does have the PDK in it, and mm -hmm. that is one of the brilliant points of that car. Mm -hmm. So Well, I went Cayenne. Because if we're Did talking, really? if we're talking fifty to seventy-five, and we're talking okay. family car, and, and 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 as we of course are discussing, family car. But you're an enthusiast. You got to look at a Cayenne. You should sure. also look at the X5. It's in this same rough sure. price category. Sure. They're within three or four thousand dollars of each other for base price. So we're right around sixty grand for base, and in both cases, check boxes and watch it go nuts. But you can get into a Cayenne starting at sixty, and I think that is the more usable family car mm -hmm. than the Macan. And so it and the X5 are on my list, short list for those. 
Okay, I like it. And finally, wrapping up the top end category, seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars. Stopping at a hundred. Here we go. <laughs> I hate to be a foregone conclusion. I really do. We all know where you're going. Just but go. You see what's coming. Porsche has twenty versions of the nine eleven. Is it just? Is it down to twenty? It's been whittled down to twenty. <laughs> they, we slashed they really and sat burned. down and just carved out that segment and went. Man. No, it's down to twenty. They worked hard. We're down to 20 options, but the base 911 starts at 91. Mm -hmm. It's on my list. Mm -hmm. It has to be. Not surprised. Knew it would be. 911 all day long. In fact, I knew it would be so much (laughs) that I, with complete confidence, backed my corner and went Lotus Evora 400, also starting at 91. Does it really? Yes. Because I've only seen them for about 100, 104. They start at 91. low. So we both backed our corners right there in the red corner and the blue corner. We actually went to the mat for real. There it was. That's awesome. All right. For the all-arounder, I picked another Porsche. Okay. But it's the Sport Turismo. See, I did that for family. The Sport Turismo is is the sport wagon, the actual shooting brake. I love it. It is. This is for all-around. Starts at $96,200. That's an expensive car. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I am so intrigued by this car. I have not seen one on the road yet in in the flesh. The shooting brake ones in the are sheet metal. pretty looking, aren't they, in Man, photos? I, I am can't so excited about this. Because the revised Cayenne looks better. I mean, pardon me, the revised normal Panamera looks better. Yes, it does. But they it, revised the back I mean, end. So I like that, the old one. I know you one, did. I didn't. But, but yeah. the revised new Panamera it's back end looks better. And then the Sport Turismo looking. comes along with that shooting brake style, and I just yeah. go, that's what that car should be. Yeah, 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 I'm there. So that's uh, that's my second here. Okay, so my my all arounder, I actually because I had put the the Sport Turismo into the family section with another car, but okay, but for my all arounder, I went. You know what goes here? Cadillac CTS V starts okay. at eighty six grand, which is a lot for that car, <laughs> but it is a lot of car. I think topped out. You're still well within the category. I think fully loaded. You're, it's ninety five. You're going to be right around a hundred. If you really yeah, check all the boxes, you'll be right around a hundred in okay. that car. So yeah. Because that's your all around. You could be that's a, a hot an, car. You could be an executive just driving clients around, going to dinner, you know, commuting in your CTSV. You're teasing it, by the way. But then if right. you want to go hoon that car on the weekends, that is a monster. And drop your kids off at school and do burnouts as you're leaving. Uh, exactly. You be that guy. You're sideways out of the carpool lane. That sounds like a good <laughs> Tuesday to me. So yeah, so that's the Cadillac CTSV. It starts at eighty six grand and goes up. And then also in the family category, I have to say it. It has to be mentioned somewhere. The Tesla Model S. Yes. By the time you're over seventy five grand, you can sure. get yourself a new Tesla Model S. Now, of course, used options. Which whatever. kilowatt battery did you choose in there? Well, that's the thing. You can get. Uh, I think you can just get into the ninety, like the the oh, very really? bottom okay. end of the ninety. So you don't have to go with a slum it over here in the seventy five kilowatt Tesla. You can, you can get it in the nineties. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're not going to probably have all your boxes of ludicrous mode and other madness, and you know. Sure. But you won't have plaid either. But the uh, <laughs> but the Tesla Model S is an option, brand new at this less than a hundred grand range. So. I, come on. It's got space. It's a worthwhile family car. It's a counterpoint to the Panamera we're talking about. It goes here, too. I can see that. All right. And uh, the last car, the SUV, is yet a third Porsche. <laughs> Nobody surprised. I went with the Cayenne, but I went with the GTS. Okay, sure. Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. starts at a squeak under hundred grand, $98,600 oh, wow. base for a Cayenne GTS. Porsche has whittled this category down to only 14 flavors of the Cayenne. It's ridiculous. Five flavors of the Macan. And anyway, yeah, so I'm going for Cayenne. And uh, if you're going to get an SUV, staying under 100 grand. Of course, there's the turbo and all that jazz. But yeah. 
under 100 grand yeah, and I see kind that. of power I and see that. Yeah. performance this car is just yeah, yeah, yeah. mind-blowing. So Cayenne GTS Very good. for me. Very good. I We kind of fell across the finish line there. But that was <laughs> under 20s to 100 grand. Uh, Kevin and all of you listening, I hope that at least kind of covers the question I'm the one that always talks about dogs and kids and messes in cars. <laughs> You've That's, got them. Yeah, I have both of the above. And the problem with the dog is the dog goes everywhere. You know, my, my wife has a Cayenne with leather seats. How do you protect that? Yeah. I have to have a cover for the backseat of our car. And Covercraft has an entire canine section. Yeah, not only that, they've got a section for just about everything in your car, from dash mats, the sun protectors, the Those sunscreens. Are awesome. Those are great. Not to mention the covers. I've been using them for years. If you go to Covercraft, don't forget to use the word debate, the code debate, for free shipping in the U.S. So uh, we have some Facebook questions to cover, and uh, and then we're going to wrap this up. This has already been almost a full podcast just doing that, as we know. Yeah, be. we do. We've got a few in here. Squeeze them in, guys. Thank you for your questions. There's one from Donald S. asking about, does stop-start technology really save gas, especially if you're in the city or rush hour traffic? He asks on Facebook. And I will say, yes mostly if you're mostly you know you've got to use it a lot to really start to save gas because if you're idling for just 10 seconds and then it comes back on how much gas did you save is it meaningful to you did it really affect your wallet in my opinion it doesn't and to be honest this system is far harder on batteries and starter motors than the payoff for saving gas is I've actually wondered that. Somebody's going to do that study. I'm actually wondering Somebody about needs to. the, especially when you're dealing with like uh, high PSI turbo engines because the engine got smaller and now it's also a turbo and all this other extra sure. plumbing and stuff. Turbo makes, has a turbo. Make, yeah, exactly. It make, makes the engine's life harder to begin with. And now we add it is constantly being started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped. I'm wondering about long-term wear. Somebody smarter than me yeah. with more mechanic capability than me is going to have to figure this out, and I'm sure they are already. But I, I really do wonder if you had that car versus a non-start-stop, naturally aspirated engine, wouldn't that kind of old school just run better for longer? I think it has to be hard on the engine. It is. It's hard on everything. And I just don't know that the payoff and the benefit is really quite there yet. And on a lot of the BMWs you and I have driven, it's it just naturally defaults to... If on. they have it, they all default to on, which is just enraging. Yeah, just drive me <laughs> up a wall. And I mean, having the option, fine. Giving me the giving it to me as the default. I, I, where's the button? You know, I almost feel like you use more fuel because, okay, it turns off at a stoplight, and you think, okay, and then as soon as the light turns green, you're on it, and then you come on, get the system going, and you almost use more fuel, and you're pushing hard on the gas to get going. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm dicing it very thinly here, but I don't know that the benefit really saves you that much. Yeah, I see you know, that. Long term, hmm. honestly. Did you see? Um, Jared asked this question on Facebook. He said he learned to drive on a front wheel drive car. Has only ever mm. had front wheel drive car. He's wondering if he's gotten himself into bad habits, and what is front wheel drive showing him that other cars don't? Honestly, Jared, from a from a kind of beginning discussion. Good driving habits for corners and this kind of thing was actually what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, how to. You're talking about you know accelerating out of turns as you straighten the vehicle, all this kind of stuff. All of those things are somewhat universal. What happens is how the car's dynamics change at the edges. Sure. So right. a I'll give you the best example: front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive. Okay. The same thing applies coming into the corner. Brake in your straight line, decelerating into the corner. That 
Right. If you want to just right. stay, look, you can get into trail braking. We can talk about rotation. Drifting a Fiesta ST. We can get into these things for <laughs> sure. They exist. But I'm just talking about the basic realities that you can't go wrong with. Brake right. in the straight line coming into the corner. Accelerate on the back half of the corner. Accelerate as you're opening the wheel. All these things. That works front wheel drive or rear wheel drive. The difference, the key difference is what happens with throttle under the middle of the corner. Mm-hmm. Too much throttle on your front wheel drive, you're just going to scrub. You're going to understeer out because the wheels can't take it. But yet, I'll give you an example on our pilgrimage trip. I, I thought about <laughs> it this, this, this past year when we went. The first year when we went, you and me, I didn't realize okay. as much. But when we were there the second time. There's that double left-hander, double gauche, mm-hmm. right. okay, also called Puhan. All right. right. Oh, yes. It's this amazing dual apex corner, left dual apex corner with this huge runoff, like a football field of concrete yeah. worth of runoff. Yeah. When you have an uh, M235i on that, rear-wheel drive, you can put your – you can turn in. Mm-hmm. Leave the wheel at one setting, and you can completely settle the car with just the throttle. Yeah. A little more yep. throttle brings the background. A little less throttle scrubs it a little. All you're doing, that's never going to happen in that front-wheel drive car. You can't, you can't dance it through the corner like you can in that rear-wheel drive. So where, the only sure. place you're, quote-unquote, sure. having bad habits here, Jared, is just the fact that you can't learn how throttle affects other types of setups. I would highly advise you either take a class or buy a car with a different setup to feel that difference. But the fundamentals are the same. Agreed. Agreed. I'm glad you brought that up. I chose a question off Instagram here from Eli Miller 64 who asks, is it safe to buy a car that has been in an accident but is CPO? Now, this is intriguing to me because I didn't know that cars that have been in accidents could therefore be eligible to be CPO. It's kind of a surprise as well. I think, it's, I think the, the key question here is what kind of accident? Yes. Yes. If it's cosmetic, then Okay. You know, urethane body panels, you know, front and rear are easily replaced. But if it's a major accident, I don't know that they're eligible even to be CPO because of the checklist of things they've got to meet just to get them ready. Would surprise me as well. I the agree. sales department has to approach the maintenance department and get all this work done and actually pay the departments, mm-hmm. even though the money stays at the dealership. They have to, yeah, you know, yeah. get all this work done and it has to meet this checklist of requirements. And I'm thinking if it's been in an accident... Like I said, if it's pretty minor, which I think is probably what it is, if it's CPO, well, then so. it does come with a warranty and you're good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can buy a CPO car the other, you know, otherwise well, but, it'd just be a used car. Exactly. But you mentioned the warranty thing. That's the key thing. Most of these CPO cars come with an extended warranty. It's a longer right. warranty than the right. car would have had if you just bought it used. So on, on one level, you're taking less risk than if you'd bought a car that wasn't CPO that has been in some kind of minor wreck. Because clearly, if if the dealer hasn't, certified it, so to speak, to to defend themselves against you using that extended warranty, they've only cost themselves money. So that extra warranty is actually the safety more so than the CPO is. Man, we've gotten through all kinds of questions. Oh this my gosh, is yeah. Huge. Many of you keep asking about cars at price points. There you go. I'm sure we'll <laughs> revisit this many, many other times because not everything was covered, but wow, that was a lot. Guys, thank you so much for listening, for watching. Next podcast number two hundred. Oh my gosh, we're you're taking right. Any question that isn't car-related. It's all non-car questions. Yeah. Yep. So get ready for that. Think of your questions for us when we post, and we'll see you next time. Until then, cheers.